2: Welcome to How Goods Footy, your weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question
3: of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Doucheau. Boys, How Goods Footy? Here we go, here we go, Hard to say still.
4: A lot of trade news. Uh, not a lot of trade
3: results. A lot of trade whispers this week. I reckon. Oh, it's it's actually this trade period. I feel has actually been the perfect trade period for how good's footy to mm. weigh in our expertise. Like normally, there's been so many trades and people are like, is this player worth it? Is that player worth it? But this is all just like rumor mill city. <laughs> is this player going? No, he's not going. Maybe he's. You know, I'm reading today after last week where Sydney are like Aliria is not on the trade table this week. He's back on. <laughs> Well, fucking, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on of like, I feel like that
4: the really obvious deals, apart from the Joe, look, it's been a weird trade period, because the Joey deal I thought was going to be way more of a pain in the ass than it actually ended up being. Mm. Um, Now, and then like the deals that like seemed real obvious, like the fact Saad wanted to go to Carlton. Essendon were cunts, now they've kind of taken their foot off the cunt accelerator a little bit. They're still at, I reckon, about 25% cunt, but it's better than the 110% cunt they're usually at when it comes to trading.
3: Oh, uh, they're yeah, still doing you know, that with ratio. No, well, oh, yeah, yeah I sure. was
4: going to say, but then ratio is 250% cunt. <laughs> but also, they're being extra cunty. I'm setting a record for most amount of cunt set in How
3: Goods Footy. Uh, they're being We're extra- not even in a minute, right? We're <laughs> like- <laughs> How long has this episode been going for? Two minutes, maybe? If yeah, uh, well, we'll get to cunt as well,
4: because uh, I also have really struggled to keep up with trade news for the last couple of days, but we'll get to that after I finish what I'm about to say. Uh, but with the Razzio, yeah, Essendon's going at 250% cunt, but I feel like Port Adelaide's also going at like 80% cunt, so therefore it's a big cunt fuckery. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's- Because the spe- clearly spe- doesn't want to be there, and Port are like, yeah, we could take him, but also we're a sniff of the flag, so we don't really care. Um,
3: <laughs> Pretty much,
4: yeah. So Essendon are like, no, we still want to. Good- he's a good player, and Porter like, yeah, we'll take him. He is a good player, but we're not going to take him for much.
2: Speaking of cunts, yes, is it Jason McCartney who's the list boss for the Giants?
3: Yes, he is.
2: Yeah, he's called up to Duro and said, "Teach me how to be a cunt like
4: you." And
3: he's <laughs> he's- just really taken that on because he's get- just like nothing's good enough
2: for him. Nothing's good enough.
3: Yeah, it's fucked. Look, in it- fact, it- it's cunted. The the Cameron deal (laughs) taking ages. I I thought, like, all right, I had a feeling they were going to match it, and then they were going to get a couple of picks. Mm. Geelong have apparently offered both of their first round, their two two of their three first round picks, and the Giants said we either want all three picks or those two plus Brandon Parfit. And Geelong have actually approached Brandon Parfit and were like, look, we'd love you to stay, but what are your thoughts? And Parfit was like, I'm signing a two year deal. I'm not going fucking anywhere. Yeah. So. I think the issue is, is GWS want a player who doesn't want them, and I think should just like it's as as far as I'm aware, um, Geelong's the the three players that were floating around as possibilities were uh, Parfait, um, Radigalier. Radigalier has also come out and said he'd rather fight for a spot and prove that he's worth making the best twenty two in the, at the Geelong side than going to doesn't want to go to New South Wales. Yeah, uh, and brave. Constable who. The Giants aren't interested in because, quote unquote, they have enough inside midfielders, which is exactly what Brandon Parfitt is, you fucking clowns.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always, it's funny, I always forget that um, Jeremy Cuntron is a big cunt.
3: <laughs> I can't
2: believe I forgot that. It's like, I feel like this whole year, because his form's been down, he's been just sort of under the
3: radar. But um,
2: yeah, you tried Wait. to kill Harris Andrews, and I will never forget.
3: Mm. He's gonna it, Sean, he's gonna get to Geelong and day one of training, he's gonna have a little bit of that about him and Maddie Scala's just gonna put the boots on, line him up for about twenty meters away and be like, We don't tolerate that shit, this club. Yeah. So and he'll never do it again. No, no, he's not even gonna he's not even gonna say that. He's just gonna walk up and punch him in the chin. <laughs> and that will say that. And Cameron will go, yes. Oh, message received, sir.
4: Um <laughs> yeah. Well, all three of our clubs have actually been like pretty heavily in the uh trade table. Uh, This week, I guess. Um, I mean, the Mm. incident of Brisbane trade last week was enormous, but like a lot of people saw that coming. Brisbane just sort of came from the heavens and just snatched up Joey. But this week, Sean, so my club have been cunts. Tom's club don't seem to understand how valuable Jeremy Cameron is to another club.
3: Well, no, I think. I think they do. I think they do. But I think they're also like, we can't give you a player that doesn't want to go to your club.
4: Are you excited for Jeremy Cameron to be picked up by North Melbourne or Gold Coast in the preseason draft? I don't see them doing that. I just... I am. Yeah,
2: because now I've rem- I've remembered that I hate him, and
3: so I just. What's, I, what's worse for him? Yeah, Sean, um, what what yeah. what what's stronger? Your friendship with me or your hate? Now you know what I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Yeah, yeah. I know the Tom, answer. Don't
2: don't hurt your own feelings by finishing that.
4: <laughs> yeah, good. Um, but um, speaking of hurt feelings, back to what I was about to say, Sean, Alex Wither Witherden, yeah, Brisbane. I, him. I know treated he him.
2: Wither, don't go. I love you. You should be in the 22. Yeah. I'm so angry that this is... I mean, uh, from all reports, it's going to happen. From all reports, he's going to go to West Coast. They're going to give us pick 60. We're going to pay some of his contract. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. The guy's talented. The only knock on him is that occasionally his kicks are too ambitious. Yeah. But I don't care because he still goes at about 80%. He's a fucking jet. Yeah. And he's a little bit slow. He's a bit slow. But fuck, Brisbane's back line... Mm. (coughs) Nearly died just then, just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> My throat closed over. Brisbane's backline are slow this year. They've picked Birchall, Leicester, Rich. I cannot believe that they're going to trade away a guy who's going to play 10 years just so they can keep Birchill so that he can play 10 games next year or whatever the fuck he does. Well, it I was sickens you- me. Birchall shouldn't play again, oh, and Leicester shouldn't either. That team next, that back line should change for round one uh noah answorth comes in with it and comes in that's the future of the club i'm fucking angry i don't know what they're doing
3: it yeah. it feels especially weird too considering that like i was reading a thing where they interviewed so sean i'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on
4: yeah fuck it's been a while since we've whacked one of those on
3: oh it's it's you i've, I've, I've had a, it you know what it does boys i've had a haircut so that it fits easier now um I think that there's more to this maybe than, than we realise. because do you know who uh, Alex Witherton's manager is? Who? Same as uh, Ryan Lester's manager. They have the same player manager. Okay. And apparently Lester was offered a deal that was maybe one year and I think he wants two or three. And Lester I don't wants know, three years. I think Son, s-
2: <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Just because so- <laughs> you're married
3: to the captain's sister three years, I'll fucking die. All I know is they wanted more years than he was currently being offered.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah,
3: my yeah. theory is, is that the player manager's gone, Ooh, I could get three years for Leicester, but then Witho doesn't get a game, and I'm not getting, unless I get Witho to another club where he's playing. Well, you every tell me week. that
2: manager's name. What's that cunt's name? I think it's Paul because Connors. He doesn't care. <laughs> Paul Connors, you money hungry fucking cunt. You don't care about Brisbane. <laughs> Paul Connors? He not care about Brisbane. All he cares about is Leicester. Oh, I hate Paul Connors. Look, I I already hated him. And now I know that. Oh, no, you fucking shut up, Tom. Sure.
3: I love Paul Connors. (laughs) Paul Connors got me dangerfield.
2: Oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't fucking care. I care about Brisbane. Let us know when he gets you a fucking. This is what Paul Connors should care about. He should care about Brisbane. On the ladder of the heart, Brisbane should be number one for Paul Connors. I can't. If that's true, I'm sick. Because the other tinfoil hat thing that I've heard is that Brisbane are clearing some cap space so they can. Have a day midfielder and I've heard Trelaw be floated around or that makes sense. I'm angry though, because I, lo- I really love Witherden. And, and yeah, I said this all year to my brother. I said they keep giving Lester games and those not in the team. Witho will leave. They're gonna push him out so they can keep this fucking list clogger. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be too mean to Ryan Lester because he's done an admirable job this year, but big picture, I think the club would be better off having Witheredon on its list than Ryan Lester, and it breaks my heart. Yeah. I
3: I, I just also want to clarify too, uh, I know you got quite fired up there, Sean, and people mm. listening, um, that I have heard this from no one, my rumour, from no one but my own brain about an hour ago. So um, it's probably not true, but, I mean, there's, it's, there's something there. Wait, there's something there wait, wait. So your
4: sources are that you just had a think, and you're like, oh, I reckon this is what's happening.
3: Boys, that's you. generally how all Fuck. my sources operate.
4: That's fucked, but Tom. That's more fucked in- than Tom Brown. You've just made a rumor up and upset Sean.
3: Yeah, I just, in fe- just... Since when have I ever put my tinfoil hat on and it not been something that I've just thought about?
4: I respect the tinfoil hat. When I put it on, it's because I've connected two and two. You just seem to be fucking guessing. Fuck! <laughs> you idiot, Tom! Oh. In fairness to
2: Tom, though... Yep. Having just called him an idiot, I have heard that Ryan Lester's going to get a two-year deal. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Which boggles my mind when I heard that. I was like, how? Why? What is yep. this? What world are we living in? How upside down is 2020? <laughs>
3: the thing Puck. about the virtual one, too, is it's, it's even compounded by the fact that he did that injury in the Geelong game. Oh, and he's man. had a history of injuries, so he's potentially not going to get back, bang on, round one. Well, if he wants to get back in round one, drop five kilos, son. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, I'm Jeez. just annoyed. I'm really—he's yeah. playing because he played enough games to trigger a contract extension. But if the club was serious, they would have tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Look, mate. I mean, even if we keep you on the list and pay—like, he just shouldn't be getting games. Yeah, ahead of the young guys. If young player, young talented players leave, I swear to God, next year if Noah Answorth leaves, I'll fucking—I'll run i will ride my bike to Brisbane to kill them. <laughs> Oh, who's I don't list think going to go young, anywhere. Talented players.
3: Answorth probably would have been in that side. I guess the issue was is the injury he had. Yeah, late, he had an injury which knocked him out. And yep. Fagan's not a big changer of winning sides. Yeah, he doesn't play to with to,
2: to change sides, or he's not going to get past a prelim final. Uh, Sean, I
4: love you. I
2: love you, Fagan. I love who's... you, um, Christian.
4: Fuck, Sean. Who's the uh, list manager for Brisbane?
2: Uh, Dom Ambrosio is his name. He's been doing a great job. Yeah. I will say that. For the should last he feel play, safe? Should uh, he feel yes.
1: safe?
2: Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, me? Yeah. Yeah, 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 because look, I'm talking about one isolated incident. He's done a an awesome job. I mean, he just got uh, injured up. I hate to see I hate to see young players go. Mm. This is a completely different scenario to when Brisbane were crap and they lost a lot of players, but like yeah. I've seen Brisbane lose Elliot Yo and Sam Doherty and yep. get fuck all back in the draft. Yeah. And then you watch those guys go on to become like all Australian players and one of them a premiership player. Ah, Yeah. Kills you. Yeah. Fucking kills you. Yeah. Brisbane yeah. should go for Josh Dunkley. That's my thought of the day. Hey, fuck Ooh. off. Fuck off. Uh, fuck sorry, off. Sorry, mate. I've even got a deal for them. Oh, yeah. I would go. I would send Witho and Steph Martin to the Bulldogs. Yeah. It's and a Dunkley. draft pick. Fuck. And a and are probably a future first rounder, even. Fuck. In exchange for Dunkley and the Dogs' first pick this year.
3: Oh, because they're not—they don't really give a shit about picks because they need the points nah, more than the picks. They need the points. That's what I would do. That's a good deal, Sean.
2: Yeah. Well, Steph Martin's going to go there anyway. Yeah. I think with those locked in for West Coast, and apparently followed someone on Instagram. Oh, that's West always it's all it's all
4: started. Instagram oh, yeah. is. It's a disaster when it comes to trying to keep trades under wraps. Yeah. They someone
2: on Twitter was like, someone saw that four days ago, and then someone's response to that was, what the fuck? Why didn't you mention that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like you've just been just, sitting on it. Um, just, uh, yes. just quietly too, Sean. You've got, uh, it, 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 you know, it's, it, if with goes, that hurts, um, but you've got something that you can attach your hopes and dreams and excitement on because I think Cockatoo to Brisbane is almost basically done.
2: Yeah, great. Well, I'll get excited when he actually steps foot on a football field again. Uh,
3: McCarthy did it. Yeah, yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, you know, it didn't work out for Marcus Adams. Doesn't work out for everyone, Tom. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it's a big. Next year going to be a big year for the Brisbane medical team. That's yeah. all I'll say. They're going to be They'll very. Get Joe busy. up and running. <laughs> I'll be draping myself in a premiership flag with a bald head. I'll wear it as a bandana. Ugh.
3: Yeah. his mustache is going to look beautiful under a Brisbane tan. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. He looks so happy. He d- yeah. Like, you know, he does feel – it's it's good to see. And, like, and I guess that's the thing is that you, you have these things where, like, with Orazio and Port saying, well, we just won't go to – like, I, I feel that Port's offer of pick 25, I think it was at the time, that'll be about pick, – yeah, yeah, pick 28. I feel like that's a fair offer for a guy who's played five games this year. And oh, it's over. Yeah, it's – it's 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 probably more than they should be getting, considering. Yeah. yeah. If, if they wanted a better pick, they should have traded him last year when he had a bit more currency because he played more games. Yeah, I've got to say, Joel. No disrespect to your man,
2: Horatio, but like, I would take that pick in a heartbeat. What yeah. the fuck? Like, honestly, I wouldn't have been shocked if if they gave you pick sixty for him. Mm. Like this I- insistence on a first round pick is insane. <laughs>
4: Uh was it a hamstring this year? Oh who knows?
2: I, I think, think it was
3: everything. a number a number of things. Mm. Yeah.
4: Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh maybe Orazio will just be on our injured list next yeah. year as well. The,
3: the the point I was making about ratio though, and I guess ratio and then you look at the, the Joey situation and yeah. even to a degree. Cameron and, and Trelaw that these players are getting like thrown around all over the place. At the end of the day, they are people. Mm. And yes, some, some, you know, some leave, leave clubs because they get a better job. Like at the end of the day, like Zach Williams was told by Carlton, we'll double the money you're on and you get to do the job you actually like to do. And he went, great, I'm going to go get a new job playing the yeah. thing I love to do. But then for others, it's like, no, I want to, like, I know that uh, for Cameron, he doesn't like football club environments, and the hubs nearly killed him. Apparently, because he was just in the football club all the time doing football stuff. Whereas apparently he'll go to training. Minute the training finishes, he gets in a Ute and drives to a mountain and goes fishing. Mm. Like he yeah. wants to be able to get out. And I think so. He's as a lifestyle thing, and Geelong can sell that lifestyle to him much the same way they have to to Danger and so on. And then I think you, with like Trelaw for example, it's you've got a guy who has been told by the place that he works for. Uh, nah, fuck off, we don't want you because we think you're unreliable. And he's like, actually, I'm I'm prepared to, to stay. Yeah. Oh, well, no, we want you to go work for these guys. Well, no, if I'm leaving, I'm not going to those guys. Yeah. I want to go to those guys or somewhere reasonable. And the same with the Ratio, He wants to go home. He's been trying to go home for two years. I just think... And and look, even last year with, with Tim Kelly, I feel like I knew Geelong was gonna let him go, but part of me it always was biting in the back of my head, like, no, nah, just just let him go. Just let him like yeah. when players want to go home or when players want to relocate because they're miserable where they are, like you just you saw Joey in that polo. He was a he's mm. a different guy. And I can't wait for him to be twirling fingers and kicking him from 60. Because yeah. it's good for football. And I guess we forget in this trade period that there are people. In those jumpers. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, fuck you, Collingwood. Um, you're being a bunch of fucks.
4: Yeah. So, Tom, yeah. No, very passionate speech. I would just like to go on the record. They're all traitorous cunts. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's <laughs> very understandable. Uh, yeah. Like, a lot of people are just moving around not because they're like, fuck this club. Except in the case of Trelaw, who should be like, fuck this club. Well, I oh, think yeah. he said he's he's out now. He's done. Yeah. Well,
3: fuck. I don't blame them. I'd be punching with my own teammates. It's, it boggles my mind that they're like oh we just don't think we can we we don't think we can support you we don't believe you'll we'll be able to play your best football because you want to go your partner you'll be missing your partner too much so you want to go with her and he's like he's prepared to play for you why yeah. don't you try to find a way to su- fucking support him Collingwood continue to be dog shit on and off the field
4: that's wild
2: yeah it's funny they're both professional athletes and mm. Collingwood are just not professional like no, it's ridiculous. No. Nah, that should they're be more than
3: this and they just yeah. That's just insane. And I mean I need to
2: sort out their priorities. They're yeah. a pack
3: of dickheads. You can say cons, Sean. That's okay. Oh.
2: God, <laughs> I, I just I'm just rattled from before. I'm just thinking about Wither. My sweet Wither. Yeah,
4: that's fair it's enough. Just- um <laughs> so another two big things that happened this week. Uh so yeah, trade period, nothing. Like, we've still got a lot of parts moving, and look, I have no doubt in my mind that this episode, by the time it comes out in a couple of days, we'll have dated like crazy, and all these deals will be done, and we'll sound like fuckwits, as is the trade period tradition.
3: I can't wait for the news tomorrow that Collingwood have folded. Just, that's going to be huge.
4: Yeah, that's big. Um, So, yeah, I've been struggling to kind of keep up with the trade news uh, in the last day or two, because I got permanently banned from Twitter. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. By saying uh, a magical word that I've been saying a lot this episode, Uh, and I look after- So basically what happened was, uh, US election happened, Donald Trump lost, and I just wanted to send him some kind words, so at four in the morning, (laughs) I just tweeted him, at real Donald Trump, suck shit, cunt. (laughs) And Twitter liked it, Uh, it was really popping off when I woke up, six hours later, I was just like, fucking raking in the likes and the retweets, and everyone was like, yeah, Fuck him. He should suck shit because he's a cunt. And I was like, yeah.
3: It's it's uh, the perfect encapsulation of the message of Australia to Donald Trump. Right? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I was pretty much our You're talking about ambassador. the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're
3: speaking on behalf of all of us. I was
4: a mouthpiece. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, Twitter didn't like that. And uh, one thing that I forgot about that Twitter didn't was that I have a <laughs> habit of calling political figures cunts to their face. Uh, so <laughs> it was... <laughs> After fighting Mark Latham about AFLW twice in two days, um, yeah, it's, it, Twitter's done for me now. Um, so, yeah, you're if you're free. looking for- Yeah, I'm free. I'm finally free. Uh, it's just, I wish it probably happened after trade period. Fly away, um, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, yeah. Actually, if you have an Instagram and you're like, wow, I missed my Joel Doucher updates, just follow me on Instagram. I'm going to have can, to use that like Twitter Can you get now. back to Twitter? Uh, So, with a ban that I've got, if they realize that I start a new account, they ban that immediately. So, I can, but because I am, I guess, uh, a small media figure, they may put two and two together faster than when a normal person does this. So, an example is, my handle used to be douche13. They've banned douche13 all the way to douche20. (laughs) Oh, wow Yeah How do you know they've banned it? Because when you tried looking it up? Yeah, if you look into it, it's like this account is suspended It's
2: Um, funny they only did that small sample of numbers They're like, oh, that'll that'll get him
3: uh, Could you not have fought the ban to say that technically you didn't breach any of their guidelines?
4: Well, Tom, I have, and we'll see how that goes Um, Yeah,
3: um, but no, but did you do what you did with... Sorry, Sean
2: No, you finished, Tommy
3: I was going to say, did you do what you did with Mark Latham, where instead of actually appealing the ban, you just doubled down on the ban?
4: Uh, no, I appealed the ban, but my... Look, I appealed the ban. Did I back down from my tweet, though? No. I just pointed out that what I said was actually fine, but I didn't swear this time. Um, so we'll see how that goes for me.
2: you said that you were hacked
4: and then got your account back? Um... Yeah, that would have been clever. Lying was an option. I didn't lie. Instead, I threw their rules back at them. And it should work as long as they don't read the tone as angry, which it is, and they might. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's incredible is that the that Donald Trump is still able to tweet.
4: Yeah, well, only for 70 days or whatever. Um, Twitter has come out and said that, like... Ban him now. That would be bad, Tom, because... Uh, this the, look, we're getting very political here and off football, but just quickly, uh, this is the period of time where presidents go crazy with stuff they wouldn't usually do because they don't need to win anyone over because they've already lost. So banning him from Twitter is not a good call.
3: I'd be ban- I hope he bans. I hope he bans footy.
4: Yeah, well, he should. Maybe I'll be back, uh, but probably not. Anyway, um, oh yeah, and they Ducha. also they also <laughs> they I'm Twitter's number one most wanted. <laughs> Uh, they also <laughs> briefly blocked every account that I have access to. So clearly they uh, did an IP address thing. Yeah, um, yeah, Because, yeah. like, good's Footy, Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast to do, and Sans Pits all got a notification being, like, this account is temporarily blocked. Please, like, access the email address and reactivate the account. So I just did that really quickly and subtly without telling anyone at the company that I almost sunk all of our social media all at once.
3: With that three little so words, funny. baby. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair... Um, you, it would have been okay because Our the boss. head of that company was also temporarily banned from Twitter for a similar tweet. Uh,
4: yeah, so he took my tweet. So mine was three three letters. He told the same story, but he used all those 240 characters. He went down swinging. I was just sharp and to the point. He's back, yeah. though. You're yeah, not. He, he got 12 hours. I got hung. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, me being banned from Twitter aside, the other massive news this week, and this is bigger
3: than any trade. Easy. This is
4: bigger than the trade. This is bigger than the election results. This is bigger than my personal ban on social media. This is bigger than any result in the
3: football in 2020.
4: I think
2: because- it's the biggest thing to happen since the 2018 Grand
4: Final.
3: Yeah, I think so. The last since notable that Dom event Sheed in footy
4: since the Dom Sheed kick. Or maybe the MCC bar punch-on featuring Sean and the Collingwood
3: supporter. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, it never came to blows, but the guy wanted to. Yeah, yeah, it oh, was yeah.
4: the there was blows in the air, Tom. <laughs> in his
3: mind, he'd kicked the shit out of you.
4: Yeah, he's probably <laughs> still fighting you, Sean. He no. Anyway. Nah, see what happened was he he he
3: he sized you up and thought I'm going to drop this guy, and then as he as he started imagining the battle, it's like that Sherlock Holmes thing where he imagines the fight. Yeah, right. So he imagines the fight. He's getting blows into you, and then in his imagination, just to a glass hit him in the side of the head and he turned around. You forgot that your two best friends were there as well. Mm. It would be three against Mi- one.
2: Who? Michael Voss and Alistair Lynch. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Who, who do you think is throwing glasses? <laughs> Voss is just on the bar throwing Corona bottles. <laughs> oh, fuck. Imagine the guy
4: starts up and he's like, what do you mean you're back for Brisbane and not West Coast? Fuck you. And then winds up and then you just hear a, a big whistle. And then, like, you look over, and Vossy's standing at the entrance of the bar, and he's like, Oi! Cunt! <laughs> and then and you hear another so whistle.
3: Many,
2: that bar's got all the entrances, and you just yeah. see all the... <laughs> Chrissy Johnson's in that corner, and then Alice <laughs> Bench, Martin, Martin Pike rolls in.
4: And <laughs> then, out of then nowhere... Uh, well, actually, from somewhere. From, from somewhere. From, from the tightest angle possible 50 metres out,
3: Dom Xie just kicks a pint glass straight into that guy's head. <laughs> from the tit- tightest of angles. The last thing he hears before, he goes d- before he's hit once more is another whistle, and this is the sound of Alistair Lynch's fists moving through air. <laughs> <laughs> the, the windmill whistle. The <laughs> sounds like a fucking lightsaber
4: charging yep. up. <laughs> anyway... Uh, so, after months of craving this, Haggard's footy met up at a local oval and we kicked the footy. And let me tell you, we fucking kicked the footy. It was fucking raining goals. Boys. The
3: shit out of it. Fuck, that felt good. That was, took me a little bit to get my eye back in. Yeah. And to be honest, it's not all the way back in. No. Uh, it, fuck, it felt good. Oh, it was, it was
4: like a big kick of the footy too. Uh, Pushing two hours, we had two footies between uh, five people at one point. It was all fucking happening. Oh,
3: it was good. There was some, there was there a
4: random kid in a Geelong jumper that was probably like six kicking goals from the fucking pocket. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Had a bit just, of Stevie J about him. Yeah, I think uh, at one point, Joel, did you say to him that Tom Barracks for Geelong and he just didn't give a fuck?
4: Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> he
3: did not fucking care. Nah. Um, big, big, big Stevie J energy, right? I referred
4: to him as number yeah. one draft pick to him as well, and he also gave me nothing. I respect yeah. that.
3: Yeah. Also, probably because he was at the park and this strange, sweaty man carrying two footies, who was an adult, out of breath from running around like we all were, was trying to talk to him, and he's like, "Yeah, Mum told me to talk to people like this."
4: <laughs> <I> fucking <laughs> these kids were kicking out footies. Yeah. And yeah, Dad they was were- there. Legends. It was all happening.
3: Dad was on the phone. Oh, he
4: actually, yeah. Scout. We have yeah. a big theory about it. so these kids were playing same goals as us, but then dad was in the background on the phone and Sean, who do you reckon was he was on the phone to? You have a big theory about this. Did I say who specifically? No, you didn't say who specifically, but uh what do you reckon that guy's I role mean, was?
2: I just think he's a talent scout yeah. for sure. And
3: he saw I us. think he was
2: calling up North Melbourne. He was calling up Brisbane. He was probably on the phone to Christian Fagan right there and then. Then yeah. there. <laughs> just saying, mate. Being
3: like trade whoever you like out of there. I
2: found yeah. three
4: Trade Widow
2: and that salary cap space, you've got a trio of fucking superstars <laughs> down here.
4: <laughs> Just bombing it from twenty-five to thirty directly in front. Oh, oh
2: my first my first shot at goal. Oh it was Ooh. beautiful, flew, Sean. It flew off the boot. Straight through. Um
4: oh. and then like so we're taking set shots and then uh, there was a bit of one two action, kicking him on the run.
3: Oh, one two feels good. Oh, it does feel good. On. It does feel good. I um I think the goal of the day, Sean. You kicked an absolute ripper from a very tight angle, about fifteen to twenty out, yep. up against the boundary almost. Lovely oh, yeah. little snap. Bounced yep. its way through. Oh. Mate, I'll
2: I'll do it nine nine times out of ten. Fuck I'm a jet up. from the pocket. Oh <laughs> yeah. you, haven't, you haven't seen my best.
3: I'll I mean, fucking... I felt as again I was still getting used to the feel of the Sharon in my hands again, but yep. I did have a couple I did have a bit of a, a burst and a bounce and a kick, and it, it felt okay. I nearly yep. did my hamstring, but I reckon yep. I could do it again with a bit more juice in the tank. Yeah, pulled up well. Yeah. I mean, who needs recovery? We, boys, where are we playing? That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. Who's, who needs us? Putting the call and out. Uh, no, what do you need? You know need? what I reckon? What? You know what I reckon?
2: Not this season, because we've already got ourselves jam-packed with ideas with the How Goods Footy um, All-Australian team. Yeah. I think next year we have the How Goods Footy just a team team on Ooh. paper. Just I mean, the team's 22. already got three. It's got three people on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. rolling team. Gee, we're always on people, it. Yeah, people can email in and tell us why they think they should be in the team.
4: Yeah, what are I'm, they?
2: That's to a quote next year uh, thing. the shittest commentator, Luke Darcy. What are they <laughs> bringing to the table?
4: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, tell you what. So, Sean, you were fucking pinging them from thirty, pushing thirty-five points. Uh, mm. there may have even been a mythical forty.
3: <laughs> um, I feel like there was a 40 There was God. definitely a
2: 40 I've um, got to point out oh Joel, I think for the both of us at least Yeah Kicking out from full back Those oh. were the biggest kicks that Some enormous. of them were sailing
4: There was yeah. one where I was about I reckon 60 out And you cleared me by about 20 metres
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh,
0: look, I'm. That-
2: it sucks that a fifty-five meter kick does not count for me unless it's a goal. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I have to say that I've got the uh, Robert Harvey kicking legs, so about the maximum distance I can hit is thirty at full stretch.
4: <laughs> yep. Mm. Um,
2: Tom's um Tom's marking leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Well. yeah, yeah, it does. Tom, uh, you have this um you have this great habit of when a kick is sailing to you. You just get caught in awe of the spin, and you just watch it instead of. <laughs>
3: oh, taking there those was two steps and marking. Them. Can I just <laughs> say that there was a couple of times though where a beautiful kick was coming towards me, and I was like, "Shit, that looks good off." Oh fuck, fuck, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you well, that's probably my
4: strength though. I took a couple of fucking big juggling marks. Oh, yeah,
3: oh, uh, there was a she couple a of diving-, reckless-
2: diving. Dude, she took a diving mark.
4: I did that one. Felt so good. It was <sighs> it dished off to me on a platter. Yeah. Fuck. The moment that it was just safe in my arms and I like felt myself just hit the grass, I was like, "I'm home, boys." Yeah.
2: So Tom, I think you're a, I think you're a Backman.
3: I think so too. I'm not kicking. I think you're a back pocket. Yeah, yes. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm you torn someone-
2: with where Dusha should be in the team because I think, I think oh, he's a great mark and a huge kick. So forward line, but I also should he be kicking them in from full
3: back? Yes, Sean. Here's 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 the theory. So uh, mm. I'm in the back pocket because I've got a little bit of little bit of pace, <laughs> um, and they're not going long, but they'll go somewhere. And if you need me to, you just send me to a bloke. I was ready to to, to tackle anyone. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. sure I think has to play in at fullback. You know why, Sean? Because of that why? booming kick. But oh, saves day. saves a little bit to go, and we need to find something. Well, we've got we got Kale Hooker in our side, basically. Fuck. Swinging forward.
4: I'm the swing man. Chaos. Fuck. Part of me
2: likes the idea of the three of us being in the back line. Oh. So I kind of wonder, should I take centre-half back? And then I feel like with five minutes to go in every game, all three of us <laughs> swing forward.
4: <laughs> Flood the forward line. <laughs> <laughs> It's a competition in the last five minutes. Who can kick the most goals out of us three with five minutes to
3: go? (laughs) What I love, uh, Sean, about your kicking style, though, why it belongs in the forward line, it's a little bit of Buddy meets Brian Myers. It's a bit of a... You've got to kind of run around and do a bit of an angle. Yep. I do like to angle back. Yeah. Um, It's a nice kicking action. Some
2: ferocious wind to deal with as well. Oh, yeah. Although we got got a few. We got a few to bend back.
4: Yeah. Tell you
3: what... Starting to
2: master the wind.
3: Yeah. Riding a goal home in the wind... Oh, yeah. yep. There was a couple of really nice ones I kicked one that bent back And I wasn't expect. I kicked it off the boot went, oh, And immediately went to turn my back And I heard someone in the goal square cheering Turned around It had come back for a goal. <laughs> I didn't actually Someone get to in ride the goal, goal square
4: Tom? Or an entire like cheer squad That had seen us playing
3: <laughs> And then I came was, over they wanted It was to get a in a cheer the cheer squad They had, they had the, the pom-poms out yep. Everything There's I a I cat man he's, he's the how
2: good's footy man I reckon that little Geelong kid saw it time I went, jeez, I should have said hello to him earlier. I should have got around him. <laughs> should have got his autograph. Fuck. And we saw a three-legged dog. That yeah. was pretty good too.
4: It was good.
3: Everyone we was- also got to hear my second favourite sound behind hearing someone kick the football, and that was a couple of boys oh, practising yeah. some cricket in the nets. Uh, oh, yeah. The blocking, there were some good solid blocks of the ball. Yeah. Plum noises. And then
4: there was also... An- and this happens every time a couple of fellas are in the net. Like, just like when you've got a group of people in the nets, bowling and batting and practicing. So you get a couple of blocks, like it's all going good. Everyone's having a good time. And then all of a sudden the batsman just goes full hero mode and just like sm- just like, massive cover drive, a-, a-, a bowler killer in the nets. And the guy's always like, why? Why did you do this? <laughs> you get caught up in the moment. <laughs> yeah. And fair enough. I do it on like my third ball.
3: <laughs> um, I have to say, boys, there was some actual football training happening at the other end. Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but I was watching him for a bit. I feel like we were more accurate.
4: Uh, I definitely don't have qu- my match fitness; isn't quite there because in the last maybe like twenty, my accuracy went out the window. But for that first, oh yeah, I faded. Yeah, yeah. though I we I think we favour the shorter quarters. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, huh. Jeez,
2: I mean it's it's. Those teams should have got us this year. Sorry, oh really? <laughs> they
4: missed out. They missed and, out. And uh, uh, people are probably wondering after such like a ferocious kick, uh, what we did afterwards. Is a bit of a recovery session and how we pulled up feeling so good. And that is simply that we went and got KFC for a late lunch and then had some beers in the park.
3: <laughs> the ideal meal for mm. a blossoming footballer.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let me tell you, went down a treat.
3: A real athlete's lunch. <laughs> That's right there. I've I mean you and beer. ate nothing but chicken nuggets at the Olympics and he broke a world record. Mm. That's true. He's so, got nine gold medals.
4: Fucking hell. They should put footy in the Olympics.
3: I can wear a sniff. <laughs> As in the three of us or Australia representing.
4: Australia. And we're part of the three of the twenty-two.
3: They should yeah. do indoor footy at the
2: Olympics. Ooh. How does indoor footy work? I've never seen it in action. Media. Is it like nine? Nine I think it's like that something.
3: AFL nines, yeah, where it's no tackling. Yeah.
2: What do they uh, do it on? Like a basketball court? Or no, isn't
3: it in an indoor sports? I think it's center? in like a futsal court, like an yeah. indoor soccer oh, yeah. pitch.
4: So yeah. getting tackled is it like on one of
3: those would so kill is it, you.
4: Is it tackle though or is it just? No, nah, it's not.
3: So if it's AFL nines, it's touch. So usually that no, people yeah. have got um rather than just being like a little touch, I think you've actually got like a like a almost like a tail or like a thing. Oh, and you have to grab it. Yeah. And you've got to pull it off, and that's the tackle. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, you could okay. just be like, oh, I touched him on the ankle. Yeah. It's like, no, no there's yeah. got to be, you've got to make him work for it. Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. good footy team. Oof. <laughs> Fuck. Well, t- Contact Sports starting to come back to Victoria, boys. I'll tell you what, they better fucking look out because there's
4: three wrecking balls heading their way, kicking them from 35 to 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Sometimes on the run. Yeah.
2: By the time that season starts, it's not going to be 35, boys. It's going to be 55. Wow.
4: To
3: 25.
1: <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
0: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
3: Uh Dusha. We got any emails? Tom, we've got a couple.
4: And this week, we've actually got uh, a couple of stories about uh, players and also uh, a call-out from uh, Harrison about our uh, tipping competition. So we'll start with Harrison's
3: because it's a bit rude. That's the way we like him.
4: G'day, boys. Just emailing to express my concern about the How Goods footy tipping comp. Jesus, I understand that the comp is based more on heart than head, but when my dumb ass manages to finish about seventh this year and second last year, there is a lot of co- there is a lot of cause for concern. I can't <laughs> even finish second in my family comp, and there's only three people. <laughs> <laughs> Time well that finish. means he's finishing 3rd. He's got a top 3 finish. He's done pretty well. <laughs> Time to lift everyone. Thanks to the pod. Harry. So, when did he
2: finish this year, did he say? 7th. Uh, I beat him. So, oh maybe I didn't. <laughs> Fuck. That's well, a big depends claim. If he's counting, depends if he's counting counting end of finals or end of home and away. Yeah. If it's end of finals. Mate, got you covered. Simmer down.
4: If it's uh if it's not
2: then he's got me beat yeah. by maybe one spot, so yeah. shut up. Nah, nah, that's fair enough.
4: <laughs> I, some well, some I, I, people
2: I, in our tipping comp fell away into yeah. oblivion, so yeah, yeah, they need to take a long, hard look at themselves. Yeah, I do,
4: every day. Uh, there's two yeah. mirrors in my bathroom, and I make sure that I angle yeah. it so I can see myself twice, and I'm like, fuck, you fucked gonna it be last honest. year so bad.
2: going to be honest, Joel. You've uh, been coasting since
3: you won the first year. I agree. Yeah. I, frankly, I agree. The fact, boys, that I got within a bee's dick of the top twenty at any point during the year is a disgrace. Tom, did
4: you, or were you within the space of the top fifty? No. Something that you no, didn't no, crack. No, no, I, I I
2: recall he was got, very close. I got close to being in the top twenty. And faded to about a hundredth. Yeah, yeah. but I got so close, n- which shouldn't, shouldn't have, have ever happened. Shouldn't it's have a happened. Real sad yeah. brag.
3: Yeah, I should have been sitting down at eighty the whole year. Yeah. If this, yeah. if our team had, if this t- comp had any integrity. I'm with Harrison. Lift everybody. It's disgraceful. Yeah,
2: Joel, you're under the most pressure of anyone in the tipping comp next year, I reckon. Well,
4: fuck. that's That surely can't be true. No, that's true. No,
2: that's true. That's true. That is very true. Fuck.
4: I'm the Geelong you of- and
2: uh, who, who really botched it? Someone was really high up. Was it Sam? Sam Crombie? Was he doing pretty Sam, well and he just uh, faded? There
4: was Sam and there was- um,
3: Oh, Matt Stewart had a bit of a plummet.
4: G-Boy
2: party no, no, Matt Stewart-
4: time. He he,
3: Matt Stewart he- finished pretty well. Did yeah, he mate, go the other way?
4: Yeah, it was G boy party time. He just collapsed. Uh, yeah, uh, party too hard. G boy party time was equal first with me, and they just needed just to tip sensibly, and they went wild. And I think I got like four more tips than them the following week, and they just didn't make a crack ever again. <laughs> but then also neither did I. So fuck. Um, yeah. All right. Next email, and this is from Jacob, not your Jacob, Tom. So don't worry, you're not going to get yelled at here.
3: That's right. No, I know it's not, because if it was, he would be referred to as the snake man on this podcast. Oh, that's true. He would be.
4: Uh, It'd
3: be funny if they
2: still yelled at Tom.
4: (laughs) Uh, Subject of this email is Stevie J time. Well, no, I'm not getting yelled at. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, Jacob says, just saw Stevie J at the pub and I asked him for a beer, but he didn't want one. And now I'm too scared to ask for a photo. Sad face. That's the email. (laughs) But Tom, what would you do in that situation?
3: Whoa, would I, you ask
4: Stevie J for a photo? And do you think he turned down the beer because when he drinks beer, he drinks an entire slab and then jumps off a roof and breaks both of his ankles?
3: I think so. That's, and I, yeah. he's he's just got another job back at the Swans, I think. So maybe he's trying to be yeah. a bit, you know, keep it on the keep it on the DL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a person who ever approaches anybody, yeah. for a photograph I ever. I could tell that Tom. You were not. A, it's not a thing I would do. Um, I might like give him like a. You know, a thumbs up or a wave, or like if there was a moment of acknowledgement yeah. for sure. Um, but I'm just—I'm not a photo person. I, I you know, maybe I'll yeah. offer to buy him a beer. That's what you do. And then if they say no, then I reckon that's just leave it at that.
4: Done. Call it a night. Leave him alone. Yeah.
3: you got to bask in the aura of the magic man. Uh, yeah. yeah. What what you need to do, Jacob, is—I don't know how long ago this was, so I don't know how long the powers are. But you need to go down to your local. Again. How well, long ago
4: was it? So, based on when we got the email, mm-hmm. uh, which was 12.31am on a weekend, I think that uh, this email was sent from the pub. Also, okay. the way that the email is typed makes me think that that also may be the case. Okay.
3: All right. So, Jacob, you've been at the pub. You've had a good day at the pub. Yeah. Now to test if the transference of the Stevie J, the J factor has happened, go to nearest Footy Oval and just bend them from from the pocket. Yep. Every, just snap every goal you can.
4: Do you reckon if I reckon I'd go off to Stevie J and be like, Stevie J, uh big fan, uh, do you want to be And if he said no, I'd be like, ah oh, yeah, fair
3: enough. Uh so uh Norm, do you want to be <laughs> <laughs> Well no, anyway. that great. There's that great story of Chris Scott talking about in his first year at the footy club when um Steve, there was Steve Johnson and Stevie J. And yeah. If Steve Johnson was playing the game, he could be given direction. And if Stevie J was at the game, you just left him alone. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's...
3: He's a wild man. He's a oh, what a... I was telling you boys while we were kicking the footy that I heard a story on a Cats podcast where Cameron Ling was talking about giving the three-quarter time address yeah. in the 2011 grand final. And he sort of went to psych himself up and he looked up and no one was paying attention to him. Everyone was like keyed up. But it, most people were just listening to Matthew Stokes and Jono <laughs> Steve Johnson arguing about who was gonna kick five or six goals and win the Norm Smith in the last quarter. <laughs> and so apparently Lingy just kept it really simple and just said, let's go and win it.
4: And Tom, how'd that go? <laughs> uh they won it. Yes. Alright, and uh last email for today, this is from Baden. Uh subject, Lockie Neal and Migorang. Oof. Interested to see the connection here. Uh so Lockie Neil, uh Brisbane gun, Megorang. Cheap food. Noodles. G'day, fellas. I meant to write this to you earlier in the year when I first found out, but I never did. My housemate went to boarding school with Lockie Neal in regional South Australia for a few years. It was purely a mining town with next to nothing in it. He told me that everyone had a bit of a side hustle to make money, and Lockie Lockie Neal's was to sell packets of Miggerang from his (laughs) dorm room. I, I don't know what to so do with much. this information, but I'm glad I have it. Uh, Cheers! I'm so glad you shared it. Baited oh, that's it. incredible!
2: That is the best Locky Neal story I've heard. I love that.
3: Yeah, that's so nothing. good. That's so. That's the most like high school. Like we had a kid in high school who sold uh, cans of soft drink for a dollar out of his locker, oh, yeah, and on, then yeah, gradually smart, upgraded smart. to burnt movies from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Business was booming. Oh, Business was booming. <laughs> But but I wouldn't like, have
4: eaten from the tuck shop ever if there was a kid selling Burt DVDs at my school. <laughs> that pizza money would turn into fat pizza money as I bought the movie Fat Pizza from this kid.
3: I think eventually by year 11 and 12, it got down to he had a portable hard drive that you would pay money to take home to put stuff on your computer and bring back. Oh, dangerous, oh, dangerous. Yeah, that is, you that's say risky this, from him. Is that where his
2: business went under?
3: No, his business kept going because I need to rem- need to point out a very important <laughs> fact about this childhood school chum of mine, Mm -hmm. Um, he was Tongan, and his brothers were all Tongan. And if you didn't bring the hard drive back, they would come and get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Good business model.
3: Good business model, yeah. He was he, speaking of football, other sports. He was a gun uh, rugby player. And I remember mm. a rugby game that happened when I was at high school that got contact ball sports banned from the back oval, mm. where a massive game of rugby between the nines and twelves and the tens and elevens took place. Yep. And four people got knocked out.
4: That's, that's big. And yep. Tom, I'm yes. so glad you mentioned rugby. Because there's actually something else. And this is legitimate news and it should have probably been at the top. Because something fucking enormous is happening in Australia at the moment. So, sports, uh, broadcasting rights for sports are usually held under a really tight grip. And anyone who holds on to live sports broadcasts, I don't know if this is the same for all over the world, but in Australia especially, they're real cunts. So the Murdoch media owns a lot of the broadcast rights for Uh, like, things like AFL and things like that in Australia. And, yeah, it's impossible to get them on anything. Like, streaming them is almost impossible. If you're outside of Australia, it's really expensive to watch AFL. But, today, it was announced that one of our streaming services, Stan, has just acquired the rights to stream rugby live. And I think that this may potentially fucking open the floodgates. And maybe we can dream of a future where we don't have to listen to Channel 7 shit. And- streaming things like sport will be, like, widely acceptable in Australia.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I guess it's a good start. Uh, it's rugby, so I'm not that excited. Yeah. And but, I can't um, see
3: the AFL, you know, not
2: siding AFL with will be the, last the host one. network yeah. or Foxtel anytime soon. Yeah. So. yeah,
3: Well, especially when you have the government giving grants to Foxtel to play yeah. more sport, which is the dodgiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. They like get given diversity grants to show women's football on a paid... Women's sport, sorry. To make women's sport more accessible to people by showing it on a paid platform, mm, yeah, which is well. fucked. Anyway.
4: I Look, I'm optimistic about this. Uh, so, Stan is owned by the Nine Network in Australia, uh, which is one of our big TV networks, I guess. And Channel Nine had cricket rights but don't anymore. But presumably, they'll come back when no one wants Cricket Australia's rights this year. Because, uh, yeah, why yep. would they? Yeah. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, look, maybe the future's bright. Maybe footy will be more for everyone soon. God, I hope so. Yeah. But then also the AFL likes to make deals like signing the grand final to one ground for 50 years. True,
3: they do like doing that.
4: Maybe they're
3: all just stupid cunts. They are. (laughs) And look, if you want to tell us about your favourite use of... A certain word that Joel Dusha loves. Uh, you can send word. us an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail. Actually, you know what? Send us an email of any any great Lockie Neil me goring type connection stories. That's what we want <laughs> here uh, at How Goods Footy.
2: Any player connection stories. Yeah, any, any side
3: any, hustles, anything. Anything like that, please let us know.
4: Even if you went to school with someone that knew someone that played cricket with a footy player or something like that, we well, just want to hear If you know of a footy player just doing something even remotely interesting.
3: And you can send them to HowGoodsFooty at gmail.com or let us know on Twitter at HowGoodsFooty if Dusha hasn't got us banned. Mm. Uh, Or individually, you can find me at treat. I'm at Carney from 55.
4: And uh, yeah, look. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) you're Just find me at (laughs) HowGoodsFooty.